Start in T minus ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. everyone and welcome to another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. I got Ox, Bandit, and Neptune with me here today. I figured we were just going to kind of catch up on some kind of hot button topics and issues going on and around the world right now. You know, um, there's just been a, you know, the world's a crazy ass place as you can all see living your day-to-day lives and I personally don't think it's any crazier than it ever has been. We just get to see it firsthand now more than ever, thanks to the internet. But also, you know, thanks to the internet, you get to enjoy listening to us and dealing with our crazy rants. And before we got started on here, we were we were talking about a lot of hot button issues. And I think one of the big things that we were actually talking about is how just recently over there, um, apparently it's come out, and this is from nat- naturalnews.com. You guys can go on there. It's on the front page and you can check it out. But it's uh, Russia has made the claim that they're far more Christian than America and introduced a new law criminalizing the LGBT propaganda and such over there. And like we were noting that how this isn't really a surprise because this has kind of been something in like the Middle East and Asia and, you know, most of Russia, even parts of Africa and stuff where it's like, you know, it's not even heard of before people have come outside of the United, you know, outside of that country and stuff or come to the United States. And, you know, it's just interesting to hear about it. You know, I, I've made very clear and I'll make it again clear before we dive into it that I, you know, I, I don't have a problem with the way you live your life and the things you choose to do, as long as you're not bringing harm to anyone. And and as long as you're not, you know, propagating children, like I, I definitely do have a problem there. And I'm, I'm not trying to speak for everybody here, but I'm pretty sure what I just said, everybody here pretty much can agree with that. And, and, you know, I just, I figure these are good, these are good topics to talk about and such. So first off, how are you guys doing today? Doing terrific, man. I'm excited to be on another episode. Amazing. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Jimmy, as always. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm glad you guys weren't too busy this, this Saturday afternoon. You know, I like to, I like to try to get something in on Saturdays. I, you know, guys, you guys know I like to try to get stuff out there as much as possible because information does move fast in this crazy internet-led world. Agreed. So I don't know. I don't even know where to take it. I mean, I, like I said, I made talking about the Russian thing. I, I, how do you oh. guys? Uh, what, what do you feel about that, Ox? I know you've got some, you know, kind of Russian roots there. Oh yeah. So uh, 
DNA test says I'm 100% Slav, so uh, I, I would assume <laughs> it's all Russian. Uh, so my mom, being from the belly of the beast itself, from Moscow, um, she told me, I remember like talking to her. I always ask her how life was in Russia and how it was the culture shock moving from there to here and everything. And she's told me multiple times she didn't even know gay people existed until she moved to America because there was such it, it was such a taboo. It was something they didn't speak about at all. And it was something they did not perpetuate, they did not support. Um, in Russia, in the, at least in the 70s, 80s, and so forth, it was not just frowned upon, but illegal to be gay. If you were suspected to be gay, they would arrest you, whatever. Yeah, probably worse. You know, I mean, it's Russia, for God's sake. So uh, that's, it's nothing new. It's yeah. a, it's an old play from their playbook. That's all. Right, right. What do you? I see you kind of edging up over there on it, there, Bandit. What you got? What's your thoughts there? I know you traveled the world more than probably any of us, to be honest. Yeah. You know. I mean, I've I've traveled. But, ooh. I wouldn't. I, it's not really up. It's not really up for discussion to ban things yeah I you don't know want to ban things I'm, I, no. I don't think that's it's a, really not up for discussion yeah i saw a good i saw a really good tiktok last night i wish i could had the ability to bring it up but it has been a slippery slope and i don't care the flack i get it has been a slippery slope since uh and i'm all for it don't you know since gay marriage was allowed i'm all for it but what that that opened the door for so much more and we're seeing like we're, we're seeing the you know the terrible downward spiral that society has devolved into with that we have the the huge thing with you know the kids being taken to the drag show in texas sure i've seen it um we have the uh parents that are uh subjecting their kids to hormone therapy and body modification at a young age um but yet but yet they want to raise the age to own a rifle to 21. Why why would you do so? I mean it's not that has nothing to do with like I, it has they have hijacked they have hijacked the LGBTQ community. They have hijacked it sure. and used it for um something other than what it was intended for. Yes. You know what I mean? I, I they really have that. they have hijacked it to use it to, to for something that it was not intended to be used for. I mean, they, they, the, the, I, they were marching in the 90s for, um, the gay community was marching in the 90s for equal rights. To be recognized. You know? Yeah, to be recognized. To be recognized. The yeah. They wanted marriage. They wanted insurance. Um, they wanted to get married and have insurance. Um, they just wanted the same rights as a married couple. You know, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Everyone and so. that has been, and that whole 
that whole pride thing and it's become a worldwide thing this is not just like uh this is not just in the united states it's been hijacked for the whole i i, I don't even want to get into it man i don't even want to talk about it. keep it away from the kids all right right Look, keep it away from the kids your five-year-old your five-year-old cannot cannot identify as trans all right i was about to say like let's be real like think about how Can't. how quick kids move like one day yeah. my kid is in love with Sonic the Hedgehog. The next day he's in love with something else. It, you know what I'm saying? Like a child's mind is. Yeah. One day my daughter dangerous. wants to be an astronaut, and the other day, the next day she wants to be a pirate. And, look, my, wow! I don't. You know my my our my you know my our boy. He has all sisters. He's got half sisters that are older than him, mm -hmm. and he's got you know. A younger, you know, younger sister, and he's he's the only boy. And so, sure, has there been many times where he's running around getting his fingernails painted too? Absolutely. Yeah. But do I? But does that make me think that he wants to be a girl? No, he's just no. hanging out with his sisters. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, in <laughs> we got to be really careful where we tread with this. All right. I know. I know. Because we have we have trans friends. Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, and I don't. I don't. If that's what you choose to do, I believe that yes. that's your choice as you know as a grown. Go about adult. the right route. Go about yes. the right route with it. Keep yes. it away from kids and go about the right route. This Listen. is a life-altering de decision. It really is. This is a life-altering decision. It really is. And if I, I want to say for everybody that has any questions about this, they need Matt Walsh put out a really good video, really good movie called What is a Woman? We were just talking about this last night. In, uh, you guys need to go watch that. You guys need to go watch that. All right. I am not. I am not trying to put in like a. I because, you know, I could give two shits about either side. Right. All right. I am not trying to put in a biased argument with this. Right. I am saying he did a really good job, with that movie. All right. Because this documentary. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I'll make sure it's shared in this, in this episode clip because I think it is something everybody should check out. It's a very, very but enlightening video. That's my say. thought. He did a very good that's job my, researching and stuff. That's my thought. You know. And what you got, Neptune? I, I follow Common Sense Extremists too, Matt Walsh's page. And yeah, uh, I mean, I, I I follow it just objectively for the information. Yeah, sure. But uh, that's a natural news. I, incidentally enough, we were actually just talking about this right before we went live. Is that there's also a uh, there's a marketing a marketing element involved, yes. and okay. that's what really strikes me as ironic because obviously we see an an increase in the promotion of of media that gravitates toward uh, the larger gay and trans community as a whole, right? So the LBGTQ uh, community. Uh, sees this information through targeted marketing. And yet, uh, I don't think the larger implication is understood that uh, it's also just pandering because big corporations will jump you. on this. Big corporations will jump on this train. We, every see, it, June, we see it every June. Every mm -hmm. June. And it's only in countries that do right. not. Uh, you know, just explicitly uh, ban promotion of, of these materials outright. Mm -hmm. 
BMW, all major corporations that have a foothold in the United States will put a pride flag on their profile through the month of June while uh, Eastern European countries, the Middle East, Asia will uh, will will not subscribe to this. Yeah, that's the so it's uh, it's kind of just a, it's it, it it's almost treated as a gimmick. It's, no. well, it's, if you're gonna support them, support them all year. Yeah, leave that pride flag up. Exactly. Sure. They, they hold it like a gimmick. Sure. Yeah, it, it should not just be a one month campaign. It I should really your beliefs, and you should uphold those beliefs and, at all times. That's what and, a good and this and this done. and this is this is going to be a sore subject. But I feel the same way about all of these separate minority type um, separated months. Why are why do we have to give everybody a month for it that you just recognize it during that month? Like that's <laughs> that's a hundred percent marketing gimmicks. Whether it be Hispanic History Month, whether 100%. it be Black History Month, whether it be Pride History, you know, Pride Month or whatever, it doesn't. Like you guys don't realize that it's being anti for you know an, against me. Like I don't. I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid that you have to have a month for oh, each people. Of these eat, people things. eat it up too, man. Like not yep. recognize it year round. Played right into it that they played right, right into it. They, they'll eat this up for the month of June, yeah. and then come July they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The they'll, 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 they'll get back down into depression until what's the it? next what's until it? the what's next it? month. What's Look, that? man, incredible, incredible people are incredible people, regardless of what month it yes. is. It, it doesn't matter the color of their skin or the, 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 their sexual preference or whatever. It, they're good people year-round if they're good people. You know, mm-hmm. They don't pick one month and be like, this is my month. You know, I mean, like Hispanic History Month, I want Hispanic food all the damn time. You know, like it's, That's how I celebrate Hispanic History it's Just, and But food is also my love language. It's, I, I think that too many companies focus on picking whatever identity, whatever flavor of the month they want to go with, and they go, "It's it's Pride Month in June." You know, it's like, come on, why can't you guys just support something wholeheartedly all the time? Sure, no, and that's and that's and that's like that's very factual. That's the way I try to look at it and stuff like that. I'm gonna, I tell people a lot of the time, I show the same respect to everybody, regardless of where you know, your walk of life or your culture or your anything. And and it's really a respect, you know, shows the respect or you disrespect me and you're very likely to catch me being a snarky little asshole. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's just, it's just kind of how it works. And I, I feel people misconstrue it and try to, because they've heard all of these marketing gimmicks, you're, you, I like that you brought that up Neptune, because that's a point that I've tried to make to a lot of people about a lot of things. Marketing is a form of psychology of psychology. And in in the idea of marketing, they can convince you of any fad of any kind through these psychological like manipulations. Cause that's what marketing is at the end of the day, is it wants you to, you know, take part in whatever it is they're trying to market it to you, whether it be the brand new toy that you want that's on the TV, the brand new truck that you see, the, the, the McDonald's hamburger that just comes out, you know, once the, what is it? The McRib or whatever that comes out once yeah. a year, you know, like stuff like uh, that. That's, that's marketing gimmicks. And pe- mm-hmm. people find it really hard to believe that, that a lot of 
different things are really pushed through the same kind of psychological warfare using using marketing and and this is you know people are going to hate this and it's going to be super controversial that i say this you know i i don't think that everybody could have been born in the in the in a different body that seems to be a growing trend does it happen from time to time sure but i also think there's a lot of things that are propagated through marketing ways whether it be in televisions or commercials that people don't realize that have pushed them to be a part of a trend that they don't really understand and i think there's a lot of posers if you would say in in all of these groups whether it be you know history months or pride months or stuff like that there's posers in these groups that really don't have a clue they're just out here everybody's irish for the saint first everybody's irish for saint patrick's day everybody's spent everybody's (laughs) for cinco de mayo that's exactly it you're i'm exactly right and and, i mean like it's you know it's i'll take it do- a step further man with controversy i'll take it a step further it's like you look at all these uh parents of trans kids the, the ones that are saying that oh my boy came out as a girl at two or my girl came out as a boy at six no they didn't no they didn't did they come out as liking dinosaurs today too Right, so that makes him an archaeologist. Like yeah. Five, yeah. Five? Yeah. an archaeologist yeah. at five. Yeah, the, 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 last, the last one of those I remember was that father who sued the the wife of his child. Yeah, um, I remember that to get, to get custody back because uh, they almost had to get, undergo hormone therapy. I think that child is like seven years old. Oh, you my. know, you're going to permanently screw up your child. See you for a publicity stunt. And, you know, I don't care. You know, I don't care if, who takes this the wrong way. That's all those parents are doing it for is a publicity stunt. Sure. They want, I, that, limelight. They want that limelight for five minutes. I want my kids to be kids. Like, I want if, – if, yeah. if my boy wants to run around in the front yard today with his sister and the goats in a dress, I don't give a damn. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Tomorrow it's going to be something different because – it depends on what the imagination and what the direction that he's going that mm-hmm. day. You know what I'm saying? And, and sure, yeah, maybe, maybe they'll be into it for a couple days, couple months even. But again, they change so rapidly mm-hmm. and it really depends on what you're, what you're showing them. You know, like I'm, you know, I'm out here showing them farm stuff and we also dabble in video games a little bit. I introduced, I introduced the boy to video games and like he, he definitely enjoys them, and I'm glad oh, because yeah. now because now I got somebody to play with that's right here with me again. Yep. And and you know and but like my my oldest daughter wants nothing to do with video games, but you know what she will do? She'll go get in the boat with me and go down the river. You know, so that's, it's just you got to have a variety of things and show these kids you know a variety of things. They might like some of it, they might hate some of it. You know, but you can't just base their pop base try. You can't just try to force the kids to have a personality based on something they like today. Yeah. Why don't you send your kid to a psychiatrist for a few years, maybe a counselor also, and then see at the end of that, if they're still wanting to do what they want to do. And and let it be their choice. Like don't just let them. And still don't even do it. Let them reach 18 and then spend a few more years in a, at a therapist or a counselor and then see if they still want to transition. Okay. Because you know big what, your body, your body doesn't big stop difference. developing until like 25. No, ah, so. big difference. A lot of people have changed. Come 18, 
And there's uh, well, there's there's, there's a there's, lot of there's a lot of videos out there and a lot of like of buyer's remorse when it comes to body modification like that. Sure. A lot of buyer's remorse. A lot of people say are, are getting you know getting older and then going, this isn't what this isn't me. This isn't what I wanted to do. I did this as a kid. Well, and and you find that uh, I don't have the exact figure uh, or the percentage, but the trans community actually has the highest suicide rate of any. Forty-five percent. Forty-five might be up to fifty percent now. It's uh, it's it's a tragedy. You know, I wish that society yeah. would and, not try and force uh, these people to conform to whatever they say they are. And well, get I'm, they're using are, that. They're I've saying it. it's, it's that, that is because the public is not accepting them. No, that is because they're not accepting themselves. I was about to say, no. uh, it's nothing okay, so to do with the public. I totally looked it up, and the current numbers sit at about fifty percent, <clears throat> like forty-nine point six percent. And and I will agree one hundred percent with you is that that people. Uh, the biggest, I think, the biggest thing of su the biggest causer of suicide all the way around, whether it be trans people or not and stuff like that, is people not being able to accept themselves. Like, yep. if you really dig to the core of what it is, you can't accept yourself for who you are. And 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 it's and I mean, it's it's got a lot to do with a lot of other things. Don't get me wrong, psychological damage, trauma, stuff like that. But when you really get down to the bottom of it. I think the biggest thing that a lot of that people have trouble with is accepting themselves for who they are. Like, yeah, you know, I, I highly encourage mushrooms and, you know, figuring out who you are and being your authentic self. Like Kate bandit will tell you real quick that the, that the Jim Bob that you see here on the screen is literally the Jim Bob in real life. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of a hard pill to swallow sometimes and kooky and crazy at the same time. And it's, it's there's no reason in not being authentic. I think that's just something a lot more yeah, people need to grab onto. You am what you is, you know. I mean that's mm -hmm. the reality. But I'm saying, I I guess what I said earlier might have been misconstrued a little bit. Uh, I think that a lot of the trans community transitions because of the encouragement from the people around them going, yes, we support you, do sure. it. You and they pigeonhole them into this this situation where. Maybe they weren't entirely ready, but because of the prodding from everybody around them, they go, well, I'm, I'm going to do it, damn it, this is me. And they later come to realize, hey, maybe this wasn't me. And yeah, sure, I got all this support, but you know, I, I can't undo what I've done to myself now, physically, if they transition or whatever. And they go, you know, I just, whatever they might struggle with, and that's that. And it's, it's a shame, because I think society needs to realize, you, when you get in your car, you don't just stomp on the gas right away, right? You have to drive and you have to navigate and you have to make sure that you're, you know, considering all of these things when you drive somewhere, right? If you just want to first to your destination, there might be some, it might be a bumpy road, you know? And, and I think a, that might be a lot of the contributing factors to why the suicide rate is so high in the trans community. That's a good analogy considering uh, car crashes are one of the leading causes of fatalities in this country. Yeah. Inadvertently, I think I did that. <laughs> it, I mean, but it really, it it really is, you know. And these are these are things that I don't think a lot of people know. They just go by the same, you know, like propagated type psychology stuff we're talking about here, based on everything. You know, you're just fed these things in a shock value 
form a lot of time through the news and stuff like that. And I, like I, the the only news channels I guess I truly follow, or you know, aside from our group, is like, like I, I follow Natural News. Um, you know, they're they're pretty unbiased at just putting information out there for the most part. Occasionally, you get some garbage, but and then um, of, of course, I love Disclosure TV because it's just always like up to date, like just information of things going on kind of worldwide, and, and you get surprised at some of the stuff that they get to they get to talking about. And I guess with that, I'm kind of want to kind of want to you know let's let's venture off in a co- couple of other things that have been kind of hot button this week that something that I've been hearing a lot about. I'm sure you guys have too. Is that uh that sudden adult death syndrome? Like, what what do you guys think about that? It's it's a lot to digest just based on what they're calling it alone, sure. you know. And then when you when you look deeper into it, they don't really give you any sort of reason at all. They just go, "Ah, some people die," and I think that obviously there's there's more to it than that and they just don't want to can i can can i make you think a little bit more too like just 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 a thought that i had when i first heard it my first brain i was like i was like hmm so i wonder if sudden sudden infant death syndrome kind of started off with the same kind of thing you know just random shit all of a sudden that's you know killing people and i mean i'll be real with you from my perspective my point of view where i'm from i haven't ever seen this in my lifetime until recently and there's only one thing that's changed recently you know let's not compare this clown world stuff of sads to sids all right sids is i i think honest to god i think there there's more way more of a possibility of sids than an adult just all of a sudden like dying of heart problems, a healthy adult dying of heart problems. So can I, so they have used SIDS too for infants dying, like smothering themselves in their sleep and stuff like that. That's with SIDS adults, adults, if they smother themselves in their sleep, well, you're just fucking stupid. This sad, but, but like, what I guess what I'm getting at, and that can actually be provable, is when you see the uptick of 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 babies and you know dying in the since the 80s. Yeah. When, when there was a big implementation of a lot of vaccines before a child is even one years old. And that's kind of where I'm going at with it, to be honest. Like I, I, I can I, see your point with that. All right, I, I, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Like because there's at this point in time where we are today, like, no. on, uh, you know, do you know how many? Do you know how many shots kids are getting before they're oh, yeah. even five now? Like, yeah. Oh. I've seen the pictures. It, it really. I mean, you can say a number, but what it is is I've seen the picture where they encircle the child with all of the shots that they get before they're even like three or four. You have to have a visual representation. You have a, you, you have to see the picture of it for you to fully grasp how much stuff they're pumping into a child. If you're, if the parents even let their kids take the full doses of everything, most are not now. Most are being like, take a third of it, you know? But if you see a full visual representation of what a child before the age of three or four is given 
it it's mind blowing. It really so I, is. I, I, I was trying to actually pull it up because there is. I know exactly what you're talking arm. about. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've seen it before. But this sads thing. This is just. Uh, where's my? I uh, I don't have my clown horn with me, man. Time to honk. <clears throat> so uh, I'll be right back. Uh, Hold on. So I have no intention to blindside Bandit or uh, Jimmy with you with this information. Sure. Ox knows this, but uh, as far as a comparison between SIDS and SADS goes, yeah. uh, I do know uh, I have firsthand experience with SIDS. Okay. Uh, with that in mind, uh, the real classification of sudden infant death syndrome historically has been where there are a more than one factor involved in in the death of an infant sure. so uh wherein as far as that goes uh to bandit's point uh i i do agree that sudden adult death syndrome sounds more like a write-off of obviously undermining like hey we don't want to say that this death was related to covid if this person was vaccinated and I'm pretty sure that's exactly where that was being implied. But if not, if I'm wrong, then that's fine. But since historically, uh, from what Ox knows about my personal life, is that, yes, that is a multitude of factors involved. You're, you're, uh, you're absolutely more, right. More than one thing could have contributed to that death. Sure. And that's where they, where they arrive at that conclusion. Now, none of that is to say that Sudden adult death syndrome could not necessarily be the same in that, yeah, this person had a multitude of things wrong and, you know, they go to a medical examiner and they are like, we don't know what the hell happened to this person. But uh, look at the coincidence it. now. Oh, of course. With, yeah. with, with everybody dying suddenly, like the, yeah. the death rate for a certain age groups has skyrocketed. And I mean, even life insurance companies have put that out like on notice, like, hey, <laughs> whoa, man. By the way. Yeah. By the way, look at these numbers. Yeah. It, it coincides with uh, the COVID backs. Yep. And we, no, all we, know, we all know well enough that coincidences that just that shit doesn't happen. Yeah, you know? no. well, yeah. Uh, God be damned if somebody actually got COVID and died after they got the vaccine. We don't want to say that the vaccine doesn't work. All right, right. And, and, yeah. I mean, and again, not, I'm not, I guess I'm not trying to come off as an asshole and make it seem like um, I'm saying that that's an exact correlation. But I mean, I there is there is numbers out there that show Fly that, on the wall. that, you know, after after like i think i want to say it's 1983 or 84 maybe i my, my dates are a little off i was trying to look it up to bring it up but you can see the uptick the uptick of sids that are not suffocation related you know what i'm saying and, and oh, I, dude no you're preaching to the you're preaching to a gen xer man i i i know i know what you're talking about gen, sids did not become a thing until i was born in 81 
SIDS did not become a thing until the early eighties. It did not. There was, I mean, it wasn't, it yeah. wasn't common. You know what I'm saying? No. Like there, these, there was these factors, but there was, there's been so many changes and I'm not going to even say just like all the stuff that they're injected with, but there's a lot of things that, uh, as, as a father myself and dealing with a mother that is, that does in like the natural realm of things, there are so many things out there that doctors, that doctors put as far as like wrong information or try to force you into and stuff like that, that, that don't, that benefit them and their pocket more than they actually benefit the mom or the baby or something like that. And, and it, it literally is like killing kids. And I mean, this is a, this is a touchy hot button subject, but my, my you know, my old lady is a very big advocate for the bloodstained men and, you know, you know, against kind of, you know, cutting kids. And that one's, that one's a deep one. And like, I, I understand it and get it because she showed me all the evidence and made it a thing to where I was like, well, son of a bitch. You know, Dude, doctors don't hard. care about you. Dude, they don't. I know Doctors this. care about that paycheck, man. Correct. Paycheck. That's it, man. Doctors don't care about you. And they will prescribe you and give you what they've been paid whatever to the prescribe hot you and pay and give you. That's whatever. it, man. Doctors don't care man whatever the hot button item is they need to sell right now right you know? i remember seeing the commercials as a kid be watching tbs in the afternoon and they're like do you have restless leg syndrome and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about so your legs get tingly after you sat down for a couple hours in front of the television of course they do <laughs> okay i have personal experience with this okay not myself. That, that that sort of is a real thing. Okay, I ain't gonna lie. That sort of is a real thing, but it could do, be due to something else. Okay, I, mean, I laughed about I it. For, to think. Laughed about it for the longest time. Okay, I I shall name no names. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I've 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 spent some time around somebody that has that. But it could also it could be due to not just natural causes, but it could be due to, uh, you know, the causes from you know a medication you're taking. Yeah, that's I, I have no idea, but I know what you're talking about. I mean, not just restless leg no, syndrome, that was just an example. but look at all the look at all the late night medications uh, commercials you see. You know, uh, with the list of side effects. Side effects may side effects may include. Restless leg syndrome, spontaneous human combustion, sudden bowel evacuation, um, eye, you know, eye bleeding. <laughs> you might wake up one more. You might wake up with two left feet. Um, you're wake it, up dead. Yeah, you'll wake up dead. It's ridiculous. Well, how and a much lot of, of the a, ones that they're putting out there now are just to treat the symptoms of other medications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a nation of hypochondriacs, man. Yes. This oh is a God, nation man. of hypochondriacs. Everything is, everything is, give me a pill for this. Uh, give me a shot for that. Uh, I need medication for this. I need a cream for this. Everything is like that, man. Everything. It is. They want, you know, they want a quick fix. Don't get me wrong. Ibuprofen and Tylenol has its place in life when you get to your early 40s like me. You know, really does. Tylenol is going to destroy your stomach, though, bro. Um, I don't take it every day, man. 
don't take it every but, day. But no, the, I know people I, I that do take that shit but there's religiously natural, every there's day. More there's more natural routes that you can get to get the same benefits, though. Like you need to look into yellow root tea and such. Like that's um, you can do these kind of things. Good one, Jimmy. That is a good one. I it's you know why don't you, why don't people take the time to get their you know diets right? Get out and go home. You know, I'm telling you right now, the best. I mean, my back pays for it, really. If and that'll bring me into something else. When you're young, take care of yourself, man. Yeah, yeah. you only got one body, sure. and I will tell you, my back will pay the price for it. <clears throat> Get out and work outside more. Yeah, you know, get some well, sun, but many- don't get sunburned. Get some sun, but don't get sunburned. Get your get get your hands dirty in the dirt. You know, get some dirt. Being close to nature, sitting outside and listening to nature is, I mean, the best soothing for the soul, man. But how how often do you think you would have a government official health health professional right that gets on the tube and says, "Hey, uh, all these problems you guys have been experiencing." Try eating food that isn't as highly processed. Go outside, Ooh. stand barefoot on the grass and get some sun and maybe just chill for a bit. You know? Drink some tea. Enjoy your life. healthy population is not profitable. Air. No, it's not. And they don't want, they want return customers. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, um, I guess to me, that's like with a lot of these old, with everybody keeps talking about these plants and stuff like that going down and blah, 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 blah. And like, I'm... Some people are like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? And I'm going, you know what? Great. That means you've got to go and grow figure your out your own food, man. Yeah. You've got to grow your own food. You've got to raise your own food and stuff like that because they're not going to they're not going to have that anymore. Like I I'm on the opposite side of the fence there where everybody's like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, like, cool. More people are going to mm-hmm. have to do for themselves now and actually eat real food. So we're going to get it's healthier. A, well, uh, if I disappear my- after this. If I disappear after this statement, then uh, you guys know who to look for. But like Tyson and Swift and all these brands, they they suck, dude. They Foster Farms, like all of them, they suck. And to see their plants go down really doesn't hurt my feelings at all. Because no. you guys, I'm, I'm a professional chef. My entire career hinges on the quality of the ingredients that I use, right? So I can't source bullshit, right? If I'm feeding you, you know, something that's pumped full of hormones and salt water, it's going to kill you young, right? Mm -hmm. And more importantly, it's just not going to be as good a quality experience. Ultimately, I think the more local we get with our food and the smallest minority being yourself, right? Everyone should Mm -hmm. be accounting for their own food food and their loved one's food, you know? I think that gardens are important. I think that HOAs telling you you can't have chickens or goats or whatever. Fuck them. They can, they fuck can fuck them. Right they can fuck right off. You ought yeah, to shorten the supply online. chain. Shorten the fucking supply chain. Well, yeah, That's but some Karen, at the, some Karen at the HOA meeting isn't going to have a chart letting you know how the, how the supply chain works. Right? She's going to go, I don't like when roosters wake me up in the morning. Not realizing Hi, he's going to really like yourself. having eggs all the time. <laughs> I'll, I'll, make, I'll make sure that he goes over to your, your tree and roost tonight, Karen. Don't worry. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shorten the supply chain. Cut, cut the fucking supermarkets out. Yeah, sure. That's your number one problem right there. Yes. Go back Go back to going to your, your local farmer, farmer's markets and stuff like that. Yes. Go to your produce today. vendor. If you, if you don't have the means to grow yourself, go to your local vendor. There's one That's sitting on a corner option. somewhere. 
Absolutely. You know, that, that guy sitting there on in his truck with a with tomatoes laid across the hood of his truck. He's yep. got good damn tomatoes, and you need to stop you guys, his tomatoes. I, live, I yep. live in the heart of suburbia in Southern California, right? Yeah. And I'm telling you, I am a 15-minute drive away from some of the best produce in the world. Nice. I'm talking primo. And this Sunday, mm-hmm. I'm going to the farmer's market with my pops. I'm really excited. Yeah, but that poor dude selling tomatoes on the hood of his car, Karen's going to call the fucking cops on him because he's selling food without a license. Yeah, well, you know well, what? The, the, cops the, the further rule you... Her. The further rule you get, though, a lot of times, you know, the less like like I've I've been known to sell peanuts on the side of the road. And, you know, people are like, oh, you mm-hmm. need to go get a permit for that. And I'm like, not not if you yeah. get permission from somebody that has a piece of property that allows you to sell them there. There's you know, there's there's loopholes. Like I, I had a friend that owns a gas station and they would let oh, me go over there. The <laughs> I don't care. They I, would let, I'm just I'm giving you an <laughs> Yeah. But they would, but they would, but they would be like, you know, hey, like all the county would, if the county wouldn't come down there and bother me because I was working under the guise of that company's, you know, permissions or whatever, doing something for them as an event. You know what I'm saying? Like I was selling peanuts for an event that they had going on that weekend. You know what I mean? And, or, or even, or even I've seen like my local, not even just my town, but a lot of the towns around me, they have different on the strip old town events every other month or whatever and it'll cost you 30 bucks 40 bucks to go get the vendor permit for the day to hang out there and sell to foot traffic galore and sell out of whatever you're trying to sell like there's you know as far as like farmers guys on the side of the road i do i do totally know what you get as far as like you know people trying to call the cops on them but being as rural as far out as i am it's it's pretty common like I, between my house and work i know of at least four tomatoes guys with tomatoes and stuff on the side of the road and you're damn right. I stop and, you know, do my business with them. I'd rather do my business with them than anybody else. Well, even if those suburbanite Karens want to come out in full force and start bitching about permits and everything else, all I got to say is they go piss up a rope. That too. That too. And let's say, let, let's take it a step further. They're going to be the first ones crying and screaming when shit is short at the supermarket. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and fuck them. And, no joke, man. No joke. I'm telling you right now, man, if it gets too bad, like if it really spirals down the way everybody thinks, but probably isn't going to happen. Sure. I will have pigs in my front yard. That's right. I will have goats in my backyard. I'll send, if you want to say something to me, you are more than welcome to come to my front door. I can't guarantee you're going to like what, how I'm going to respond, but you are more than welcome to come to my front door and complain about it. You're not going to like Make my sure response. Make sure you let them know. Pigs don't let anything go to waste. No, they'll know. My, they'll Everything know. Everything but teeth. Yeah. And hair. <laughs> and hair. <laughs> mm, they, oh. they know. And I, mean, I guess they are green animals. They are good for the environment because right. if they don't let anything man. go to waste. Listen, I my, certainly was not implying anything else by that statement. My at all. my my goat my goats not and feral hogs. Feral hogs are nuisance, but yes. grown for pork hogs are are good. My uh, good you know my my my, hogs, my 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 hogs and goats do such a good job at keeping my grass and uh, weeds trimmed back that I haven't fight I haven't I haven't used my lawnmower for cutting grass in a year now. Wow. I use it for other things, but like I totally don't use it for actually cutting grass. Like they just they do it. They keep it all down. The pigs, the pigs munch on grass. The goats munch on grass. Hell, even the chickens munch on grass. Like it's it's 
it's kind of nice not having that extra having to spend my Sunday afternoon doing an hour and a half of grass cutting. Dude, if you want to plot a land tilled up, chickens. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chickens will scratch that ground and turn it over so quick. And beautifully, too. Yeah. Yeah. You want to take your bug problem down? Chickens. Chickens. Chickens, chickens. will eat anything. Yeah, they and literally anything. I've got a uh, garbage tree. I got a junk tree. I can't remember what it's called. That's why I put my my chicken coop and pen out by the tree is because uh, of the weeds and everything that grow. It's a, just a harbinger for bugs, and they're gone. Yep. I mean, they they eat everything. Everything. Everything's gone. What you got, Neptune? Okay. I know you wanted to say something. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. I was just thinking that it's uh it, it's uh it's disturbing really and it just now that we're talking about produce and you know raising your own you know raising your own animals you know growing a garden being your own farmer being self-sufficient all that stuff's important but shortening the supply chain it really uh it's really important to me because it's something that uh it's always been on my mind I don't feel like it's ever talked about enough in society yeah. i mentioned this on a facebook post i did the other day uh, i've done these several times is shortening the supply chain mm -hmm. would automatically cut out a lot of problems we have in society the number one of yep. which is food waste <laughs> we waste so much food every year and this is not just in the u.s across the globe Millions of pounds of food is thrown into the trash because we are willing to just look at it at face value and say that doesn't look you good. don't like the way that looks. I'm not going to eat it. That's why. Oh, that brings me. I, I'll piggyback off you, Neptune. That's why uh, those secondhand companies, um, Misfit Market, uh, the Imperfect Foods, the mail order produce and stuff that aren't like grocery store worthy uh, items. They might be deformed a little bit, discolored, it's yep. uh, grown. That's why those companies have taken off. Finally, you know, finally somebody's finally. doing something about that, you know? Yeah. And that bothers the hell out of me though. In practice is that so many people will go to the grocery store, go to the supermarket and say, yeah. okay, I don't want this. It sits on the shelf for God knows how long, and then it just goes in the fucking trash. Correct. Yep. I hate that. <laughs> I don't. Listen, I don't listen, listen as, no, as, I mean, seriously, what else could we do with that? What else could be done with that food? Um, you, we have an, an, an overwhelming homeless population in the United seriously. States. It could, All right. it could be All used right. to feed the homeless. It can be used to feed animals. I mean... Back. Another place that's very bad to do it aside grocery stores is restaurants, restaurants. are very, restaurants. very notorious for it. I, yes. as someone who's run many restaurants, I remember at the end of the night having the waste bucket. And and I'll tell you right now, they they will have you on camera if you're not throwing the waste bucket away because of you know the way that they feel about it. And listen, I used to have a big trouble with big trouble with it. And this was a, a biggest the biggest problem they got out of me, I guess, besides over scheduling throughout the years was was that I had I wouldn't put the waste bucket anywhere where you could see it on a camera because I didn't have a waste bucket because I fed my hungry employees and the local homeless man that cleaned my parking lot for me every single day. Mm -hmm. And and 
it was because I'm not playing this stupid game. I don't like throwing away all this shit like that. Like I thought it was the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. They're like, well, what if that homeless guy dies eating that pizza? That's bad publicity for us. And I'm like, just go fuck yourself. Cause that's probably the stupidest yep. thing I've ever heard. And, like, yeah. You know, that's what <laughs> really, that's what really gets under my skin is there. I've heard so many times this supposed liability issue. Yeah, there is ingrained and it's all it, and it should be an unwritten law anyways that you're protected out of acting out of good faith if you want to give away food that no one else is going to eat to protect people and provide them sustenance do it but mm -hmm. there yeah that is a that is a concern with supermarkets i i know what's a thing in the restaurant industry i'm sure dan wants to chime in because i heard him chime in just now <laughs> is that this is the thing. This is a serious issue. It is mm -hmm. a fuck up. And it pisses me off to no end. Well, we have so many homeless people in this country. It 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 makes me rage. You know, Neptune, it what's funny though, if you look at history, you know, with all big empires and um it that actually has always been a problem. That's it's funny if the if you think about it though, Rome was notorious for waste like that. Really was it was in, huge with waste. Rome you know, was. It's, it's something I feel very strongly about. Um, in France, I know it's actually illegal for restaurants to throw and have like a waste bucket kind of thing, like you were talking about. Jim. Good. They yeah. are legally required to either donate it to homeless shelters or school cafeterias or whatever, but they can't just throw it away without going about their ways and means and finding a proper place for that food to go first. Food yep. insecurity is a huge issue, uh, not just in America, but across the world. And More uh, so in America. We are the yes. biggest waste of yeah, we are. everything. We live so high on the hog, it's stupid. And oh, it's so I remember... Yeah getting a job at a, uh, an account uh, when I worked for this large company and we had to clean out the walk-in fridge and freezer. Um, we were getting a completely new inventory because the company I worked for was taking over for the previous company that was in place for this, uh, for this kitchen. And so there was so much inventory there. It was unbelievable. And they wanted to just throw it away. I said, hell no. We put our foot down. I filled up the bed of my truck and two other people's cars with all this inventory that we brought down to a homeless shelter. And they, a lot of it was dry goods. A lot of it was pasta, rice, beans, and whatnot. But they also had ample refrigeration there. So we could bring down a lot of the produce and a lot of the other mm -hmm. stuff. And we donated, I believe it was about $30,000 worth of food to that homeless shelter. It was but, but I look at it as I'm not the only guy who's ever encountered that situation. Right. But I shouldn't be the only guy who's donating that kind of stuff to charities and shelters and local schools and food banks and whatnot. Right. I, that should be the standard. That should be a, a, a second nature. So, I know. I I, I, I like... I always hear people talking about like the food crisis and stuff like that. And 
you'll get some of your small and little L like libertarians out there that are be like, oh, well, GMOs did such a good job at, at solving world hunger. And then at the same time, I'm looking at them going, you guys realize you're kind of, you know, you kind of sound like a complete retard at this moment, right? Like, you know, sure. You realize a lot of these GMOs actually took away from our health benefits and stuff like that. Nothing, nothing has seeds in it anymore. Like you, I have, you know how hard it is to find seeded grapes in the grocery store? It's good luck. Good luck. Unless you're doing like me and you're doing like scoper dogs and muscadines and stuff out here in the woods, you don't really have seed seed grapes anymore. Not unless you have your own grapevine like Not I unless do. Unless you have your own grapevine like man it does. I mean, but these are these are these are going back to like artisan things like artisan milks, artisan cheeses, artisan breads. Those are your answers. Make your own. There is wild wheat that grows around you. Like you don't have to go to the store and get your own. This is an actual thing. Get yourself a container of heavy cream from the store. It's cheaper than butter. Butter is going up. Heavy cream is still the same price. Sure. Turn your Shake own. Shake or use it. Use an electric mixer yeah. on heavy cream. When it separates, you'll end up with buttermilk that you can use for biscuits yep. and uh, one stick of butter. or yep. two. Actually, it's two sticks of butter with, with one liter of heavy cream you can get two regular sticks of butter and what's left and over is now, buttermilk i'll actually i'll actually take it a step further from you because there i i do live in an area where there's a handful of goat dairy farms and it is very common for me to go get a fresh gallon of raw goat's milk even though i can get my own now thankfully but in the past i could get a fresh gallon of raw goat's milk for about eight bucks and you're like oh that's kind of expensive but if you go in the store and look at goat's milk that shit's ten dollars for a half gallon. So, and eight, you know, this isn't pasteurized. This isn't treated or anything like that. And I can make my own cheese and butter from that without even, you know, having to try. Those are very easy things to make. Like these are these are lost arts because everybody got comfortable with going to Kroger's or Walmart's or whatever you got in your side, neck of the woods. And and you all you get when you go to those places are the same shit different aisles same garbage shit. i mean it is all it's all over processed you know ridiculous nonsense <laughs> so the way grocery store comfortable with sorry oh yeah. yeah the way the way grocery stores are set up if you notice like everything in the middle is your simple fast stuff yes when you walk the outside loop is usually where you're going to get your fresh stuff sure sure you're, you're like your friend and, 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 you know, and okay, this is something that I know a lot so of people walk, hate. I mean, seriously, walk up and down the aisles and then yeah. compare that to yeah. like the walk on the outside loop where, where everybody like your, wants to your deli. The or get their stuff and leave. Yep. And if you go around the outside loop, your outside loop is not only like your deli, your bakery, your vegetables, but you're also like your, your butcher and stuff like that. Like goes all on mm -hmm. the outside loop. And, and, and like, you know, and I'm also kind of, leery about some of that stuff in the, in those stores because even if it says organic on it you, you, you are you really believing the same people that are selling you the other stuff didn't just put a label on it to say I'm organic let you know right I, now I, I, you pay $25,000 you get an organic label that's how it works if just you so take regular produce like your fruits and vegetables from the grocery store and soak it in water with baking soda for five to ten minutes. Sure. It will remove all pesticides sure. that have been sprayed on it. Sure, 
Sure. That is, that is an absolute fact. I'm glad that you shared that on the show for other people to hear. Like this is, that is a true thing. Um, but I mean, the, you, and you sure you run across some of this stuff at some kind of farmer's markets and stuff. Like we, I, I got a variety of farmer's markets to choose from down here in Georgia. We have the big just went to one, one today. We have the big giant commerce one that's up in forest park. And it's like, it, the, that's a that's a ridiculous ass place to go to but it's super fun but then we've got other ones that are kind of more local owned or like literally at the front end of somebody's farm like you're going down the road and it's just like farmer's market for such and such farm and they've got a whole slew of stuff set up right there at the end of their driveway you know that you can come in and purchase and stuff because there is a lot of rural living out this way it's kind of a dead area. And I mean, I guess, and then I guess, so everybody's biggest concern with that now is that, is that the lovely fact that, you know, we're reaching a $5 average around the country right now. And I know everybody's getting a little pissed about that. Gas wise. Yeah. I mean, when, when the oil stops, everything stops, right? That's part of the supply chain that Neb was talking about. So and I'm excited that you say move, this. When the trucks don't move, People ain't going to eat. They ain't going to get what they need. I'm, I'm excited that you say this because as, as people talk about the self-sufficient type stuff, there is a couple books that I would actually like to bring up that I, I will share the links to and I employ, implore even the people in this group to check into. There, it used to be common in, this, in these old poor worlds for these old carburetor-driven uh, farm trucks for there to be a version of fermented small scale ethanol production to keep them yep. running. Yes. Yep. And there is actually, there's actually two books that I can re recommend. One is fuel from farms, a guide to small scale ethanol protection. And then the other one is making your own motor fuel with home and farm alcohol stills. Our great grandparents during the depression and stuff like that. And you know, when they were trying to run any kind of farm equipment that they may have had that ran off gas or even in between, even, even, even today, like some of these books were produced in the eighties. You really have to think about that. Like these, the farmers know how to get it done and you can make your own stuff. I don't know what it's going to do to some of these new cars, but if you've got an old carburetor driven something, you're going to be okay. I think like uh, there's, there's a lot of ways. You know, around even, even early, um, even early fuel injection throttle body. Sure. Sure. Should still sort of be okay. But modern full electronic cars oh, it's destroy that. These the, these cars are toast, man. Hundred percent. They don't last. They're not gonna last there. either, man. You can't Mad Max these new cars and these new trucks. These new diesels, you can't Mad Max them. For all you know, the diesel guys out there, though, I do drive a diesel truck. Um, you drive diesel. a mechanical 12, 12 valve. Yes, and so you know, guys out there. Drive a mechanical, uh, a mechanical diesel engine. I mean, go to restaurants, man, and just ask them. Hey, do you have any spare fryer oil? If you've got ten gallons of that stuff, you can turn it into some pretty damn good diesel fuel with not a whole lot of work. That bio making biodiesel out of old vegetable oil is is something that actually used to be a little more common knowledge, and it it's again one of those things that kind of faded off because the, you're you're one hundred percent right. You could. You, they that's why they did a lot of the i know i know like a lot of your military diesel engines are kind of like that to where they can run almost just about everything you know what i mean yeah. uh you can run uh old deuce and a halfs old uh, deuce and a halfs with the uh the spicer gear transmissions that are in the rockwell axles those transmissions are 
indestructible. Indestru- in, when, when I say indestructible, I use that loosely with other vehicles and mechanical things, but with those Spicer transmissions, <clears throat> those things are indestructible and you have to get there. There's a certain gear um, that those engines, yeah, the Whistler Turbo, it's the, the one with the Whistler Turbos, um, they will run on anything. And when I say anything, <laughs> I mean anything. Pour a bottle of rubbing alcohol in it, you're going to get where you're going, huh? Anything. I have, run on gear oil. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, he's not joking. Yeah. He's not joking. They will run on anything. Those Rockwell axles, those two and a half tons, those deuce and a half Rockwell axles are so coveted by the off-road community because of their – they have um, – Never mind. I can't. I don't. I, I forgot what I was going to say, but they're indestructible. Those vehicles were made to the. I mean, to run on anything and use anything. And you're going to need some. You're going to need that. They take anything loosely resembling fuel and turn it into forward momentum. Yes. I. I I lost track of something a few minutes ago, but it also ties into uh, the supply chain issue. Now that we're talking about trucks and the fact that fuel prices are now so high. Yeah, I was talking about the average of it being not rolling. I was talking about the average of it being five dollars a gallon for gasoline. And I know like the diesel's even higher. And I know I know of everybody here, Ox is suffering the most. Like being over there in California, he's probably seeing it ridiculous right now. Worst uh, where I am is still under five, but I mean it's still it's still I high. Just barely under five here. Went to the cheapest station in town yesterday, and I paid five eighty-seven a gallon for eighty-seven gas. Um, before that, <clears throat> I just got my my gasser back from the shop, but before that, I was driving my diesel truck around everywhere, and I can't find anything that's under like six forty-nine a gallon for diesel, and that's like the dirt cheapest rock bottom prices you're going to get anywhere right now. Wow. So it's, okay, well. I, I want to bring up a point about this because um, this has been a heavily discussed topic and just not, not just my house sure. between my wife and I, but I mean, just normal, normal people, normies. Yeah. Um, people will constantly, how much worse is it going to get? How bad is it really going to get? I mean, predictions say $10. I don't think it's going to hit ten dollars, man. I don't I really either. Don't. I don't either. Like I'll agree. Uh, I don't think it's going to get much worse than this. It could seven fifty. Okay, that's where I think it's going to break. I well, think people will I'm break. Hard. I think people will break at seven fifty. They're using this as you know. We're in that cycle. We have reached that point of that hard times point. create hard men. We're in that. And uh, we're about to receive. We're we're about to see the reemergence of toxic masculinity in the wrong way. All right, we're about to see the return of the masculine man in the wrong way, not the way they want it. Not the way they want it, though. Sure. No, I think they poked the bear too much, and I think you're going to see a lot of a lot of people. Well, no, they're waiting for the they're put they're using this as another tool to find where everybody stands, yes. where they draw their line, where yes. people draw their line of how much are a, the 
the powers that be are looking at this like, all right, let, let's let's see how much let's see how much they can take. Okay, you know, um, it's a science experiment. You have the powers that be or the scientists behind the two way went two way mirror, looking into the room, going, all right, turn up the heat some more. Let's see how much they'll take before they before they get really now, really pissed off to the point of breaking. Now, now something interesting that I've seen picking up in the past two weeks in my in my TikTok like lurking because I kind of lurk. I, I don't comment anymore because it gets me in trouble. This is with you guys, but like, um, there is a there's there's a movement from the black community that's gaining some speed actually, where they're all talking about. Ain't nobody going back to work after the, after their July the Fourth party and talking about you know like parking it until they do something about this shit. Good and and, and good. good and like I'm actually like I I have been commenting on that and talking about this is a fantastic idea. Like fucking, you do got it. the right idea, man. Park it. Everybody Park just it. come to good. a stop. Just they put stop. us through a pandemic. Let's put them through a pandemic. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna come to my house and make me go to work? Exactly. You're gonna let's, let's flip the script. If you've got fifty thousand people in a neighborhood that refuse to go back to work, and they're just like, "You're gonna send the cops to everybody's house to evict them." Yep. What are you gonna do? Like, if, if we if mass this is the mass disobedience that I'm always talking about. I think it's a spectacular, non-aggressive thing to do. Everybody just yeah. park that ass and keep partying like it's the Fourth of July until they. Till they want to, you know what I'm saying? Until they want to do their thing or whatever, do something about it. It's because only gonna stop when you make them stop. It's only gonna stop. You know, it's only gonna stop when you make them stop. That's it. I mean, you can't rely. When have you ever been able to rely on your local congressman or senator to protect you from stuff like this, man? They're, oh, I mean, they're all behind there. They're all behind the curtains, shaking hands and making deals that are gonna further punish you as a normal family. Right. And while they're making $150,000 a year sipping expensive wine, glad handling billionaires. Oh, I just drove my e e electric vehicle from Detroit to Washington, D.C., and I passed all those gas stations with high gas prices, and I didn't have to stop once. You know, well, just buy a Tesla, I, I just buy a Tesla. Why you know, just buy a Tesla? Vehicle, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So that whole fucking argument Damn. is moot. Scam? That's a scam. It's a scam. That's a that's moot. I can't afford an electric vehicle, so it's moot. Not well. I mean, okay. not just not just that. You know, and I, and I and I'll say it like the 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 slavery that goes into making the batteries that runs those things. Your garbage. Uh, yeah, all you need to do is look up what open pit lithium mines look like. And then and then my and the child labor used. And then my second point out is mm -hmm. how are you charging those motherfuckers? Oh, there was a big thing. Uh, the CEO of General Motors was – it's a video circulating online, and it's – I say that. It's hilarious. They were outside the – they were outside General Motors, and the CEO was making this big, you know, virtue signal uh, to the local media about how good the Chevy Volt is and how clean it is and how fast it'll charge and all oh, of those things space. blow up. And how clean they are when you don't run off all of this fossil fuel. She's making this big, stupid, just virtue signal speech. And this uh, journalist was like, where, where's, where, where's the electricity that you're coming from that you're charging it with? And she's like, oh, it's coming from the building. And he's like, oh, my God. So you're this stupid. 
<laughs> where's where's the power coming from? That's it, you, where's your grid? What what grid do you run off of? Where, where are the power plants? The grid? And she's like, oh, oh, it's coal fired. Then they had the dude in charge of the actual like energy company that powers the city there talking about the electric vehicles, and he's like, so what's the makeup of the grid here? What's what's the makeup of your power? And he's like, it's they about 95 percent coal. Yeah. And everybody was just like, oh, that's ironic. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I mean, how many times have you seen the videos and the pictures of the EV vehicles stuck on the side of the road getting jumped from regular gas vehicles? Or they have to have somebody call out with a diesel generator to come charge their fucking electric vehicle up. Yep. Okay. These, these are you all know, things. You're stupid. You're really stupid if you believe this stuff really stupid all right and i'll leave it at that i'm not gonna say what i really think i'm not gonna say what i really think neptune is boiling over there so let's hear what he's got i know i gotta hear it well we're about two steps back now but let's talk for a second about uh you know about the increase in in fuel prices and you know talking about how that affects the supply chain especially the importance of reducing the supply chain because think about this for a moment. If you're going to a supermarket to get your groceries, and we've already talked at length about how much there goes into food waste, consider also that when you go to a supermarket or any big box store for groceries, if you're buying produce, you're also getting one with a pretty little sticker on it that says how what the, uh, what the label is, that PLU. Yeah. It tells you that lookup item. So consider for a moment the reality of, of how many of those people that go out to buy produce at a big box store are also getting essentially microplastics in their produce. Hmm. Those little 100%. stickers are made out of vinyl. Yep, they are. That has been a serious concern of mine for a while. That, folks, if you are going to a supermarket or going to any big box store of any kind that has PLUs because they have such an inventory of produce, which will invariably be thrown out anyway, yes. you're also putting microplastics into your body. Mm -hmm. 100%. And, like you're, and that, preach, seriously, preach. It, yeah. that seriously really bothers me that that is one of our biggest contributors <laughs> to microplastics that that invariably harm the environment. Absolutely. That, that that shit is made out of vinyl. That is plastic. That is a byproduct of plastic. 100%. Like, and, and I don't think a lot of people realize and understand that a lot of these alternative options from natural earth products are plastic all day. <clears throat> so that's, it's like, it's shorten the supply chain. I mean, obviously, we have to break them off at the knees, right? We're going to hit a tipping point where it's where enough's going to be enough. Has but that's just still not, but it, it's still not going to be enough that we have to still shorten that supply chain. Cut out these big box stores. Kroger, Walmart, I don't care where you go. Having just come back from the farmer's market this morning, I can say with 100% certainty that the 
$18 that I spent at the farmer's market would have been ridiculous for a, for a pound of ground beef and a, a grocery bag full of fresh veggies and a head of lettuce. What I got at that, that at this farmer's market for $18 is going to feed three people tonight. Absolutely amazing. And it, it, what I got there, I, I made sure I told them I was, I was jealous of how nice their onions were. Nice. <laughs> Tristan, they were red onions. They were red onions, Tristan, and they were they were gorgeous, man. <laughs> were ten times better than what I would have gotten at Kroger Produce, man. I, Amen. I've got right here up the street it's from me. Just it's crazy, you know. Right, uh, right here up the street from me, I have a guy that when all of the COVID nonsense started and he lost his job, he took what he had left and went to the farmers market market and bought a couple cases of tomatoes. And here he is, almost two years later, that has and he has this successful whole little corner business right here at the gas station, selling anything and everything you could think of, fruits and vegetable wise, on top of like honeys and jams. And he even started doing boiled peanuts too. And mm -hmm. you know, he he took such a down subject and turned it into something great. And he's bringing good products to us. Like you know, there's none of that. There's none of those vinyl stickers on anything he's got. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like he's none. He, He's going to, all Man. he's doing is going down to the big farmer's market, you know, and buying directly from the farmers and coming up here and sitting on, sitting with us and selling it on our side of town every day. And I'm just And like, the thing with stuff you get at the farmer's market is it hasn't been sterilized like the stuff that uh, you buy at big box stores. You can take those home and get the seeds out of stuff you get at the farmer's market and replant that stuff, man. Yes, you can replant those seeds and... um have your own stuff and this always brings me back to like it's not so much other countries but here in the united states the big melting pot that we are regardless of who you are if you're an american and you have roots here for that have been here for a while or even not so much you have gained our culture and everything we or we are a nation of perseverance we're built on the ability to persevere through rough times. It is in, ingrained in our DNA to survive stuff like this. We will come out, we will come out in the end. We'll, we'll come out in the end. We'll plant our own food. We'll raise our own animals. And we'll come out in the end. Other countries, not so much this, like this. You know, very rarely can you find a country where it is, you're so, I use the term free very, very loosely, okay? But free to raise your own animals and grow your own food. It's not so much like that in other countries. Sure. It really is not. Sure. Sure. If nothing else, I will say, even though we are the way we are now as a country, I think the American people are some of, if not the most resilient people on earth. Yeah. For all our, all, our, all our other negativities and all the other, you know, all our other pitfalls, we will persevere. We will, man. Life finds a way. If that is one thing that fucking uh, patriotic brainwashing is good for, it is to persevere in the end. Well, as as a people. And that's something I like to bring up, you know, kind of just about every episode or even when we are talking about like spooky subjects and stuff like that is just, 
you know, just remember, guys, we've made it to the point where we're able to sit here and talk to each other through cameras across the country and bring you things mm-hmm. like this show and, you know, bring you other good information and stuff like that. Like we're yeah. we're I, I, I think that at the end of the day, humanity is still going to win no, no matter what is thrown at us. And mm-hmm. if they want to make everybody hungry and stranded, they're just asking for themselves to get drug into the streets because it, you like to point out a lot, Bandit, that pretty much every revolt or change or whatever throughout history has been, at the bottom line, food. You made people mm-hmm. hungry, and they finally had enough of it. Yep. And so, you know, keep keep taking away everybody's livelihood, and I really you think you are going to actually... Man. You are going to actually wake up that that group of the people who just want to be left the fuck alone and yep. enjoy their life. And and that's that's what I see. That's why I, I actually do agree with you when you say we're at the point where the hard times are about to start making hard men because they already did a good job of make, of the weak times making hard times for real. Like we've, mm-hmm. we've definitely got past that. I, I can agree with that. Yeah, we passed that time. The weak people creating weak times. Yeah. like They are. It's, we saw that we saw that out in the open for a hundred percent like that with everything that went on over the past couple of years and stuff that's yeah. you know, no doubt in my mind so we have reached that point where it's hard times about to create some hard men you just got to choose man what are you going to do yep that's in the end what are you going to do man yep yep and so i guess before we get ready to sign uh to close out for today was there anything we didn't go around that you guys got you know missed on or whatever that you wanted to touch on before we close out Anybody? Drink raw, drink raw milk. Hey. Raise a garden. Collect rainwater. I mean, those are those are actually fantastic things to say. <laughs> Get out in the sun and 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 work with your with your hands and put your back into it, man. I mean, really, you get out what you put in. You know, sure, sure. you really do. Sure, Just yeah. in in the sense of For real like, approach to life, but also just your physical health is the bottom of the pyramid without physical health and mental health you have nothing so they want you weak and they want you stupid endeavor to sharpen your blade in both of those in both of those areas you are you are absolutely correct and you got anything you want to add there bandit before we close out all good man all good all good well, guys, I think this has been a very excellent conversation today. We've, we've covered some pretty hot button items that I hope people, uh, people, you know, think about and look into and stuff like that, because this is some, this has been some good information and from my perspective, anyway, I've, I've enjoyed the conversation and, you know, of course I appreciate you guys, everybody that's out there, you know, that's listening and watching and stuff. Make sure you check out our sponsors like Kirk Elliott, phd.com forward slash Jim Bob. And you can, you know, consult with him to get, turn some of your cash into gold. Cause that's definitely something that's kind of important right now, the way things are going, you can probably get something better for gold out of the end. If the, if the dollar does crash, you know, you never know with, with reality. Also make sure you check out peachy key creations. You can get you some awesome homemade soaps and stuff out there that, uh, and she does teas and all kinds of other stuff. And is an energy healer and also make sure you hop over to unconstitutionalawakening.com and go down and check out our merch store so that you can get some of this awesome merch with all of our logos and stuff on it. We appreciate you guys out there listening and watching. And we'll catch you guys next time on Unconstitutional Awakening. Y'all have a fantastic evening.